0: Hey, on the clock fans! You're clock. listening to another episode with your hosts Raúl Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, oh. trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some on of on our local clock. student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts Raúl Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the, Fortner,
1: you're the, on the, the clock. The hey, hey, hey! 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 Hi. Hey! Hey! What's happening? What's happening? Oh, yeah. What's going on, On The Clock Radio fans? How are you guys doing on this beautiful Monday morning? It is, what now, March 29th? March, yeah, man. March went by quick. It's, it's gone. already over. We're headed to April, baby. Jesus. Yeah, we are, man. And we got a lot to talk about. A lot of things that happened over the weekend. Free agency is... All over the place. We're going to see some of the most phenomenal trades that I think was 49 trades or some crazy thing that's going on here with free agency. We got to talk about my Dolphins making big major moves. I know George and I were talking about over the weekend. I'm, I'm kind of in Brian we trust kind of my phase right now. Uh, we need to talk about the Brooklyn Nets super loading a team just to beat LeBron James. We know how that works for him. Is he the goat? If he if he beats this Brooklyn Nets, is he the goat? We're gonna talk about those kind of subjects that are going on. Also, we got some interesting things coming from Ray Lewis. Some things that me and George have been talking about on the podcast for quite a while now. And I, I side with him. George has some siding. It's gonna be a good little debate, man. It's on the clock radio. It's Monday morning, and we're here to get it going. Boom. What's happening? Oh my goodness, that don't get you hype on, listen, uh, hey, 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 oh my goodness, on a Monday morning, you know what I mean? That doesn't get you hype to take the kids to school, <laughs> get in the car line and do what you gotta do. I also forgot we're gonna talk about March Madness too, I forgot about to throw that in there in the agenda, yeah, man. Yeah,
2: we, we had some big games, some big oh, matchups, huge ones, and man. It's, it's gonna become good. Come down to the wire here.
1: It is, man. How are you?
2: How's the house of George Martinez and Michelle? How the kids? What's going on, man? Yeah, I man. You know, things are good first. First and foremost, you know, shout out to the wife. It is birthday day. It is, man. Happy Today birthday. It is, so happy birthday to her. Appreciate meeting her in, in high school back in the day, man. Changed my life for oh, the better.
1: That's right. You guys are high school
2: sweethearts. Yeah, man. I Definitely pumped. Not- but yeah. Outside outside of that, man, just a normal, a normal week weekend baby girl continues to get better oh (laughs) Uh -oh. i have a story for you my friend oh good i love stories what happened i have a story for you in the the softball arena oh shit go ahead so your lead as far as who coaches who first yeah only lasted a, a podcast yeah Pretty much. Only last time, because when we talked about on Thursday, you we had to did. step in to. on Thursday show, and now, you, you know, you coach over the weekend. <laughs> I'm joining the ranks, man. I'm joining the softball ranks. You know what? Maybe we had it wrong the whole time. <laughs> Maybe we well, were screwed up. It's more of necessity oh, than, than anything else. So so coach has some things going on, and, and you know, they need someone to step in pretty quick, yeah. and he asks around if anyone has any of their paperwork already done. Oof. Does anybody coach anywhere else? Paperwork? What paperwork? And, well, you know, well, like the the background check, like the coaching, you, you have to do the same the same certification we do for for high school. Are the you first sure? Aid, the concussion, the for real, same stuff. It's the
1: same for stuff real. Because I'm yes. gonna let you know now. On my side, <laughs> on my side, on MLK
2: and 22nd, that's not going on over there. But I'll go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go ahead. <laughs> God bless you. So uh, he goes. You know, is, is anybody coaches anywhere else? Like little league football or soccer yeah. or anything like else. Experience. You know, they'll let me know. Well, not even experience, just paperwork's already done. Okay. You know, cause, cause he has an assistant, he goes, This isn't kinda do. I just need another body there for the kids. And at first, my hands are down. Yeah. I'm not raising my hand. I'm not nothing.
1: Michelle and slapped the wife, you on the
2: ass. Yep. M- yep. Wife looked over like, here comes. You're not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I looked at her like, uh uh-uh. uh. Why are you she snitching me, right like, now? Why are you snitching? Uh huh.
1: You're dry snitching so, right now.
2: <laughs> so I tell the guy, I go, Yeah, I go, I do. Um I actually coach high school football.
1: Oh, this is confusing. And he goes,
2: What? And I said, Yeah, I coach high school football. I'm an O C. He goes, Oh, well, I didn't know we had a high school football coach on on the sideline. Shit. He goes, Coach, you should have told me that. I said, No, 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 no. I go, There's a one, I didn't tell you that I have very little patience for fourteen <laughs> to eighteen year old kids. I go, there's no way I'm going to have the patience for six oh girls that are six and under. Right. I go, I go, Coach, with all respect, I don't envy you at all. If anything, I look up to you because I don't have – I don't have your level of patience. I go. I barely. I can barely say my own two kids. Wait a minute. On a normal is, Saturday, all day is, with myself.
1: This is a mix, though. This is boys and girls, right? Or this? No, all girls? it's all girls. It's all girls.
2: It's a. It's a, it's a legit. It's a level. All patience. girls softball. It's a certain level. Oh, patience. It's, a, it's a. different level of patience.
1: At all. At any time over the last four months, have you asked God for patience? Yes, I ask him for this all the time. Okay, so when you ask God for patience, He does not deliver. He no, puts he you in a situation, <laughs> and from, <laughs> right now God puts you in
2: a situation where you're going to be like, "Oh my goodness, here we go." So, so he, on Saturday he had like one of his nephews come out. Mm-hmm. She's a girl. She plays softball. Okay, and that girl's moving A, a to B. Yeah,
1: because
2: he's he's trying to train her up.
1: So you you, in found, the event you that found your no
2: one in case no one steps up right. and so he's talking to me you know she's out there coaching and playing the game and i'm on the fence watching you know typical dad and he comes and he goes so did you did you um did you send the email what email well, yeah, you right. know to, to get the paperwork started and i said oh yeah yeah, i'll, I'll, I'll get it done well the guy <laughs> starts telling me goes well you know i'll be gone for a couple of weeks so you know you'll be with them more than i've been with them and i said oh no no you are not you are not He's about bailing. to pass us off. He's freaking bailing. Well, it's the opposite. He is actually intimidated by the fact that I'm a high school coach. Man, he, get, he get said you're not Jesus, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, I've been called, you know, spare your junior. I hear you. You have uh, you have a good nickname. My, you're right, but. He goes, you know, so if you want me to come back and be on staff, I, I I can, but it's up to you. We know you're going to be with them longer than I have. So if, if, you know, if I, you know, when I come back, if you want to be on the staff, if not, I understand. I said, no, 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 listen, this girl that's out here, your nephew, is she going to be here? She goes, yeah, she'll be here every week. Whatever you need her to do. I said, she can do it. I go, I don't want to do it. I go, I didn't even want to volunteer. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only doing it because you needed somebody right right, right, and and now i looked around and no one everybody was like the touching your nose not it kind of kind of yeah, person yeah and i was like oh god i didn't touch my nose quick enough i guess i okay sure I, I got paperwork already done right right right. i was like but no the girl was the girl that was after his nephew is probably like early 20s i would say like mid 20s okay she plays softball you can tell because she was dressed in softball clothes right so she pays like in an adult league the girl was running from a to b <laughs> Like, she was running around. She was high-fiving the girls. And I said, this energy is what I don't have. I go, I'm the guy that's like, really? You don't. You didn't. You literally telling me I don't have this energy. Right I don't. This, I do not. This is not me. I go, I bring friends. That's awesome. That have this energy to coach with me. Because I don't have it. Yeah, go, I'm not that guy. I see
1: that pattern now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I go, I, I'm not that guy. I'm sure. the guy that's going to say, What the F is going on? Why did the girl not run from A to B? Oh, God. I go, and plus, I, I told the coach, I go, I don't need the problem with that at the house because if I coach and I give my daughter one left eye look, A, she's going to start crying. Yeah. B, it's not going to be a good weekend for me at the household. Yeah. I go, For everyone involved, it's best that I don't do it.
1: Do you know who should have done it? My wife will never do it. she she should have she should have They're their girl, oh, she' nah. respond a little bit better. <laughs> and um, she should have been the one that stepped up, but I'm gonna tell you what, man, you you're gonna have another level of patience with these with these young females,
2: man. Oh, I'm not doing it at all. You're not gonna do it. you're um, just no, sit no, oh, wow. no, the girl, the girl's gonna be there. she says she's gonna be there every week. she's good., yeah. I gave the girl a high five. I said, I said, not it. Yeah,
1: you're it. <laughs> well, Mark the baseball weekend for me was freaking. I've never been in such a tense situation. And I've coached high school football with you. I've been in five Super Bowls. I've been in, you know what I mean? Like I've been, I've won all five. I've freaking been in in intense. Okay, what do we do on this down? I thought that was intense. On Saturday, I met another level of intensity. In baseball? In youth baseball.
2: I've never seen before. I've never coached youth baseball. Right. (laughs) Let alone probably watched a game of youth baseball. But... I can't imagine being much different than what I see on TV in college and in the pros where it's, it's, I it's a sunflower see relax. Yeah, we're, in the,
1: we're in the bullpen. Yeah, Listen, I, this is the part. That I don't know the baseball lingo. Maybe that's what's hurting me. I don't know. I literally saw a coach tell a young man, hey, 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 look at me. Ball got to be right here, just low like that. Put it down there the pipe. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Put it down there on the pipe or to lay it down. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue what that meant. This man made me go down first base, and cover first base, and he's yelling, break off the bag. I'm thinking to myself, what? That sounds really insane.
2: Break off the bag. What the hell does he mean? You know, it's just like you tell receivers on, the, on your five-yard speed outs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, clearly. clearly read the, hips, the, read yeah. the hips. Read the hips. Turn them outside. Break. He's, get outside. That's he's it. saying
1: break, break off the bag, which means clearly lead off. Lead off a little bit. Get off oh, the bat. Oh,
2: No, I thought, I, thought, I thought he was talking about rounding it again th- a
1: second. I thought so, too. No, he he literally says, bend that. I don't know. Bend that means turn. <laughs> make your turn and bend that. <laughs> That's what he kept saying. Bend that. Make the turn. Bend that. And I'm like, okay, he's, he's
2: got to be. He's got to be an old school. Oh, yeah. And I love old he's school coaches. With,
1: yeah. They're the First of all, they are the funniest ones. There's no joke that they don't know about. And since they've been coaching so long, put it like this. The coach was coaching so long the coach on the other team he coached him oh wow when he was a, that man is 51 so years coach old played for your guy for, he played for the coach that's coaching my son right now i'm like so you got how? a legend you got a legend coaching your son clearly but he's yelling at austin as if austin's still on the team austin is a 52 year old man who has two <laughs> sons they're helping a him a mortgage a wife <laughs> he's got a car payment all night he's yelling at austin as if austin and what's even funnier is austin's responding back yes sir i'm like what the f God
2: damn! Hey, the respect is still there. the respect
1: is still there. But it was such an intense game that we were winning. And I'm like, geez Our coaches put so much intensity on our players. I felt the pressure. I'm like, bro, we're up, we're up, fourteen to three. What are we doing right now? Why are we screaming at them? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't there be like a baseball chant? Batter, batter, you're a like whatever.
2: That, 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 that's a softball. Okay. Chance and softball are legit.
1: Is it legal? And, and I know we're running over here, but is it legal to hit a ball in youth baseball? Hit the ball, you got a home run, and your home, okay. t- your whole team comes to the home plate.
2: Is that normal? Yeah, I mean, it happens. It happens in the pros. Yeah, I thought it was I've a natural college. I've seen in I college. I thought it was too. a
1: natural thing. The our coach goes goes crazy on sportsmen like this and that. What's what are you doing? Trying to show off? And I'm like, they. I've always seen it in college pros. The freaking Little League World Series on ESPN. Like, everybody jumps over. Home runs aren't normal in youth now, baseball. Did you guys hit a home run? So, here we come. Four innings later, we hit a home run. Well, guess who ends up the do? dugout? What did you
2: guys do? They all do? ran
1: over to home. No. Up, and I'm in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't you just say this was legal <laughs> two fucking innings ago? Like, what are we doing right now? I don't know baseball <laughs> lingo, man. And the people, there's people there on both teams that I've coached their kids. So mm. like, oh, God, you're so quiet. I'm quiet because I have no idea
2: what the. F- I don't know baseball. what's going on. Baseball isn't a loud sport to begin with. I thought we put like a big dip chew in our mouths. Right. Yeah, know, just, and, you, and you have a white, white cup. styrofoam cup, and you're
1: spinning the whole Coca-Cola can with some water in it. I don't know. I've seen guys do this. I, man, I was I was intense to the point where I took my son to Applebee's, and then we came home and slept for five hours. <laughs>
2: It was, bro, it was that intense. It was that mentally draining?
1: Mentally draining. Where I was just like, we need to cool off of this AC. How, how did he do? He did good, man. He, and again, I told you, he's playing with 11, 12-year-olds, so he's going to struggle he's this up. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's playing up. He's going to struggle this year. Next year, I think he's going to be phenomenal. But he still, he had bases loaded, man. And he was, he was listen, man, he did not. He, did, he got struck out twice the first two times up a bat. The third time, bases loaded. Hits a freaking shot to right field. For a double play, brought in two runs and his confidence went up. So, you know, he, he's still learning the stuff. He's like, Man, these guys are throwing the ball hard at me real hard. I'm like, I know, but you're gonna get it. You're gonna be fine. So he went one for three on the day? One for three on the day. He made three outs himself, uh, playing defense at, at second base. He made three outs, caught two, threw one to first base for an out. I mean, he
2: that part is 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 looking good. So he did okay. He did fine, man. So, next time he gets disappointed, I want you to remind him of something. Okay, what's that? So, if he goes one for three, Mm -hmm. that's a 33.333 batting average. Right. You know what? There are Hall of Famers in the MLB right now that bat 300 in their lifetime. Right. So, so you went one for you th- went one for three. He was already better than a Hall of Fame hitter. <laughs>
1: well, see, that's the stuff that's I good. need to
2: know. I don't know how to do those numbers. I look at him
1: like, hey man, you played a great game. You, you survived, you didn't get no hits. You didn't get hit with the ball. <laughs> 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 your team won. Let's go get some pizza. Right. Fuck it. Like hey, we're one,
2: good. One for three is a gr- and he contributed with two RBI. So not only and not, not only was him just getting on base, but he brought somebody else in. Yeah. That's a great day. One for three with two RBIs. And he's playing up. Yeah. The one that
1: I really liked day. and I didn't have the I I didn't have the camera because I'm on freaking first base or i'm sorry i'm in the dugout i couldn't see it, he's playing defense but he dove for the one that he threw to first base it was on oh, the ground nice. he dove for that freaking thing and he stopped with his glove had enough time to pick it up and with his knees he tossed it to the freaking nice. he tossed it to the first, everybody went crazy and i'm like okay that's i guess that's a difficult thing to do so good job son. i'm fucking <laughs> i'm clapping good job i'm proud of you son. <laughs> it was good stuff to do man it was it was a it was a good saturday it's fun.
2: Okay. Yeah, not Dude, too bad. That's what's up, man.
1: What wasn't fun was watching uh some of the March Madness.
2: Boy, let some, me tell you something. It's the, going crazy. The, the March Madness. And it is. Um, there's been there's been a lot of upsets, but it seems it seems to be kind of dying down a little bit now. Now the team is supposed to win or kind of winning. Um so you know, we had we had Loyola. Mm-hmm. Who that's what I was telling you earlier? That ha- that's a Catholic, not a Catholic, but like a religious school, right? And they have the 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 ninety five year old. <laughs> yeah, the mascot. Yeah, pretty much. They finally lost. Really. So they're they're out of it. Baylor, who's the number one seed, they handled business against Villanova. Earl Roberts, mm-hmm. who upset Ohio State, they're they're a fifteen seed. They upset Ohio State early. They beat Florida. On our last podcast, we were talking about how they beat Florida.
1: Right.
2: They finally lost their game 7270. So they almost pulled up a third upset. Houston beat Syracuse. Nothing crazy there as well. Michigan. So I know I know we have a couple of Michigan listeners mm-hmm. out there. Um they handled business against Florida State, beat them by 18. Which is one of the more one of the more I'm not going to say upsets of the day because right. f- they were favored to win by two, but it was a, it was a two point margin. They were, they were favored to win by two points. People expected a game to be close, right. and for Michigan to come out and beat them by almost twenty mm. kind of says something, which is pretty good to see. But the number one team in the nation, it has looked like it the entire time, Gonzaga beat up on yeah. their opponent by they're almost tough. 20. So Gonzaga has won. So Gonzaga at this point, throughout the year, they're 28-0. and 20-0 mm. in college basketball it's is amazing, hard but, to do. Yeah, it's amazing. What's even harder is of the 28 wins, 27 of them, they've won by double digits. No shit. They've only had one game. So they're, they're under, blowing teams out like that? They're blowing teams out like that. Wow. They've only had one game under double digits. They won the game by eight. Jesus. So it was that close to being double digits. Um, we'll see because, I mean, they're for sure the clear-cut number one. To go all the way, right? Yeah. I mean, right now. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes with that. But it, it's been it's been an interesting March Madness for sure. Brack has been busted for weeks now. Right. So, we'll, we'll we'll see, man. I mean, Michigan still looks good. I, I think it may come down to Michigan versus Gonzaga. And oh, really? Um, which again, it, it'll be the first time Michigan makes it back to the Final Four In, or the championship game since how long? The the Chris Webber timeout <laughs> days. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> since it's been then. a minute. Yeah, Jawan Howard is coaching.
1: Oh, cool. for for
2: uh, for Michigan. So he's a That's he's right. an ex. You played for your Miami Heat for a yep. little bit. Yep. Um, so he's he's you know playing there. I forgot and, about and that. I'm talking, talking about a little bit about the NBA. You know, Michigan doing well, and you got and you got John Howard coaching the Nets. The Nets are attempting to put every possible old superstar, current superstar, future superstar <laughs> on a team right now. So recently, I, I, if you haven't heard, James Harden joined the Nets. Right via, if via you, trade. If you've been somewhere in a box, someone you haven't heard, yeah, yeah, he'd been in a coma for a few months. <laughs> then they went out and signed Blake Griffin, who got bought out from his contract from the Pistons. Yeah, which I'm sure he's excited. And then Lamarcus Aldridge got bought out from his contract with the Spurs, hmm. which made him a free agent. It was rumored. I know you were talking about in the last podcast. He may join your Miami Heat. Yes, and join and join that fight. Mm. No, not so much. He joined the Nets. So, I'm going to give you the Nets' starting five. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, and LaMarcus Aldridge. And that's how i saying, the bench they have. Because some of these guys are not being shifted over to the bench who were starters. Yeah. Originally. Right. This is all to dethrone One LeBron minute. James. So does this
1: this has to change the conversation. This has to – and tell me if I'm wrong. This has to change the conversation of who is the greatest of all time. I it, Again, and I'm an avid person. I've said this a thousand times. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. He has been. For me, and maybe that's a childhood thing. Maybe I'm holding on because of my childhood, right? But I'm going to tell you what, man. LeBron has gone up against some of the biggest super teams now in his career. The man demand he demands such respect and dominates so much that you have to put an all star team together. I remember, and this is this is you're gonna laugh at this. I remember when Kevin Durant tweeted in two thousand ten that oh, all these guys now want to go to Miami because LeBron was in Miami. And all these guys want to go to the Lakers, whatever happened to comp- competition, stop loading up, com- let's compete, blah, 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 blah. That's your guy, Kevin Durant. He went on a rant tweeting about this. And he's been on now two super teams, one that he did not assemble because Golden State at the time, they didn't assemble the, the. you know, he did, he was on there and made a super team. He came yeah, to. He a got Super recruited. Team. He right. got
2: recruited. He didn't do the recruiting,
1: right? But this time, oh, he's freaking recruiting. I don't care what nobody says. You know what I'm saying? All to dethrone LeBron James. All of them to to try to 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 get one. And I'm gonna tell you now: if AD doesn't come back, and LeBron does, if LeBron beats the Brooklyn Nets. In the finals. And let's again, we, we don't even know if the Brooklyn will make the finals. Maybe something happens along the way. They should. They should, though, <laughs> but on paper, it looks like they should make it. If these guys lose to LeBron James and the Lakers, where does that put LeBron James? Cause I'm gonna tell you now, I know everybody counts championships, and I get that, and i will be what, number four or five for him? Four? No, it'll be five, right? It'll it'll be five. It'll be five. He'll be tied with Kobe. Right, because I always said MJ, Kobe, mm-hmm. LeBron, mm-hmm. and I, and uh, I'm sorry, yeah, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, and I'm not saying Kobe over LeBron because Kobe passed away. I I always thought he was a better basketball player, but I'm gonna tell you now. How do where do we go in the conversation with LeBron James? Because he beats these Brooklyn Nets. Him and his Lakers beat the Brooklyn Nets. LeBron it gets gets pushed up there. To where it's MJ, Kobe, and LeBron for second. And then you could put whoever you want third. Because once he ties Kobe with five rings, five championships, and he had to beat a super team to do it, I don't know, man. I I might have to shift what I'm thinking here. I got to shift my mindset. What do you think, man? Because Brooklyn loaded up just for one purpose. It ain't to beat the freaking
2: Celtics. No. (laughs) So what are we doing? So, I think, and I do agree with you, because for LeBron to do this in year 18, it'll be what's impressive. Because if he's in his prime. Because he's 36, right? Yeah, I mean, he's he's (laughs) up there in age, and these guys are youngins. Yeah, they're right. not Kyrie, Harden, Durant. Right. These guys, I mean, Blake Griffin and and DeMarcus Aldridge are a little older. Mhm. But the I mean, these five are That's that it's that's impressive. a that's a NBA Eastern All-Star team.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you right. I? you're
1: right. Is that's that's probably team Durant on the Eastern right.
2: All-Star game. That's that's a way. So, and it's funny because the world has a way of correlating things together. They do. You know what this reminds me of? What's that? And, and I promise you, it'll come back into comparison because this show likes to predict the future. Mm. The Nets are the evil team in Space Jam.
1: <laughs> the the monsters.
2: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is.
1: It's Literally. a real-life freaking
2: Space well, Jam. And it makes sense because LeBron is playing... The yeah. role of MJ in the new space jam that hasn't come out yet. So you, you think they're doing real life promotions oh, right boy. here. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, you know the way this is gonna end. The way this is going to end is Lorano get a championship.
1: And hey, listen, man, if I'm telling you, and if he does that he does that, man, he's in another atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? And then to come back at 37 and go do it again against the same guys that are gonna be loaded up again. You know the NBA had how many trades of uh, uh, meaning the trade deadline? Was like forty nine trades, or something There's crazy. A ton of them, bro. And that's the most of thirty five years. Listen, man, I don't know, man. This is if Le- if he can get by these nets, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Right now,
2: he's up there with him. And people are gonna say, oh well, the Lakers got Andre Drummond. Sure, he's he's signing with with the Lakers. He was bought out from his contract. Sure. Um, no, no.
1: It, it's not done without lebron those lakers obviously it's yeah. clear it's showing up right now they've lost 4 in a row 5 in a row whatever it was those guys they can, won they, they won last night okay so they won last night so that's they won 1 out of 5 games since lebron well 2 out of 5 since lebron's five games now. okay so maybe they're trying to find their way but it doesn't the ship doesn't run without without the captain and that's lebron oh yeah even if ad's not there LeBron still can carry the team and win the game because it's not just his points; it's how he distributes the ball. You know what I'm saying? So then, picking up guys in free agency and trade, I get that. I, I think LeBron moves up in another step. And speaking of free agency and speaking of trades, the NFL, bro,
2: the NFL is going to fire your Miami uh, Dolphins. We're going to say it like that. Okay, all right, sure. Your Miami Dolphins have been on fire. Yeah, man. In Brian Flores, do we trust? I mean, you got to. Well, Either and he- Brian Flores and, and Tua do we trust. <laughs> because yeah. with this trade that, that they, they did with the 49ers and with the Eagles, they are all in on Tua. That is their quarterback. Oh, it's evident, yeah. Of the future. If you missed a trade that happened over the weekend, okay, the 49ers gave up two future first-round picks and their 12th pick to the Dolphins to move up to number three. Right. That put the Dolphins at 12.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. That was a 49ers pick. Then they turn around and trade the 12th pick to the Eagles. Yes. Right. For their sixth pick. And they gave away one of their future firsts that they received. However, the Dolphins have two first round picks in the next three years. Yes, we do. In
1: the next this three year, years.
2: Yep. Next year and the year after. We
1: also have two and I have it right here. We have two first round picks in this year's draft as well, in the second round, two mm-hmm. of them. We have two third rounders. In 2022, like you said, we have two first rounds, two second rounds, one third round. And in 2023, two first rounds, one second, one third. Brian Flores clearly knows what he's doing with trading and he is he is took a, a book out of a page out of Jimmy Johnson's book or the Miami Dolphin organization watch the movie with Kevin Costner in draft day. It <laughs> <There laughs> okay. so had now to be draft, yeah, well, be draft day.
2: Just woke by up. The way, that's work. a great movie. It's a good it's a good that's movie a for movie. trades. Right? I love to watch that movie every year right before the draft. Absolutely. And it's on it's always great. for like a week yeah, right straight right <laughs> leading up to yeah. the draft.
1: So they must have did something like that. So what do they do? Here's the question. Here here do we go into it. And this is the first time I've been excited to talk about Miami Dolphins, right? So I know what do we do? We have the number six pick, right? And we have the number 18th pick. Mm-hmm. You're the Miami Dolphins. You're the manager or the head coach, whoever you are. You're in the war room. Who do you take at six and 18?
2: So I think the Dolphins move to six because they're making the assumption there's a two or three guys they like. And Mm -hmm. one of them is going to be there. Just like the Niners. The Niners trade up to three because I think they're drafting a quarterback. And they're good with whatever quarterback is there at three because they like Zach Wilson, they like Justin Fields, and they like Trevor Lawrence. One of those three guys is going to be there at three. Right. Same thing with the Dolphins. I think their guy is going to be there at six. Okay. And I think they have options. I personally think if you are, by making this trade, you have declared... We are all in with Tua. Absolutely. You didn't re-sign Fitzpatrick. Yep. So you don't have your 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 relief pitcher. As we, we, went were got, talking we went about and got, it before. Uh,
1: we went and got Brisky, Brosky, Brosky, Jacob Brisky, whatever his name from the Colts. Yeah, Jacob Brissett. We got him. Come in, he's a backup. He's a he, right. So he you're
2: clear, defined backup. Exactly. And you're you're fine with Tua being your starter. So, I think you have to fix it because defensively they were good. Defensively is the reason why the Dolphins won as many games they did. The problem they had was on the offensive side of the ball. To me, they have a tight end, so they don't need a tight end. Because you almost think about Pitts from Florida. He's a game-changing type of tight end. Yes. He could go to the Dolphins because Brian Flores and Tua, you start thinking, what's a quarterback's best friend? Mm -hmm. It's a good running game and a great play-action pass to your tight end. Absolutely. And Pitts is a titan like no other, because of his speed. He runs a four four seven. The guy is six six, mm-hmm. has an enormous wingspan. He's a matchup nightmare. We saw him in Florida. What he yeah. did in Florida, crushing it. I think. I think it's either Pitts at six, which would be the, the the first time a titan's taken that high since uh, Howard, when the Bucks took Howard from OJ Howard from uh, Alabama, or the more likely scenario is Waddle, Devontae Smith, or Jamar Chase. I think That's Jamar Chase is going to the Bengals because I think they're going to pair him up with Joe Burrow. Yeah, because they just lost AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah, yeah. So and, and then lost, they lost John Ross as well. He went yeah. over to the Giants. They need a receiver. Jamar Chase, college buddies with Joe Burrow. I think that makes sense. And then you look at the rest of the board, you figure quarterback's going to go in the top three. All, All right. three quarterbacks are going to the top three. You're going to get a lineman taken at four. Yes. You're probably going to get the highest rated DB taken at five. So at six, all three, two of those receivers are going to be there. Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith.
1: Yes. And I'll take either one. I'll take either and one of those I guys. Think,
2: and, and I know you've been falling in love with this guy. I know you cool. like him a lot. I love him. I think you call him a Derrick Henry clone.
1: Yeah.
2: Najee Harris will be there at 18. To fix this offense, you've got the receiver first. Yep. You draft Najee Harris, and then you go into the second round because you got two of them, like you said. Yes, right. And now maybe you fill up, you fill in an O line, D line hole Mm -hmm. that you may have. Third round, you do the other that you didn't get a chance to do in the second round because you have two second round picks, right? So maybe you draft a lineman from Wisconsin. Wisconsin, best thing to do is draft linemen from Wisconsin. Yeah, that's all they do there. Um, but I think that's what you you fix the O line, D line the later rounds, and you kind of patch it that way because secondary is good, linebacker core is good. And now you're looking at a team that can th- – th- that division, with with you guys drafting as I hope you do, the Bills and the Patriots kind of reloading, that division's going to be one to keep an eye on next year. Cause it's going to be, gonna be oh, very yeah. more competitive than it has been in years.
1: In, in in many years. The last time I remember it being very competitive was – 21 years ago. Yeah, it was 21. Yeah, right? 21 years ago when – No, was <laughs> maybe even longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, and you're right, when Brady wasn't there. But the whole division was competitive because you had Jim Kelly with the Buffalo. Right. The Buffalo, you know what I'm saying? The Jets always had a a tough team to play. Like, it wasn't it wasn't just some fly-by-night team that you had to get through. I think Boomer Sison was there for a couple years playing, and it made it tough for that division. Bledsoe was leading the Patriots for a while there, and it made it tough for that division. It wasn't an easy division to just dominate. Buffalo did a great job Dominating because they went to Super Bowl four, four straight years. But, man, I mean, now it's going to get back to that. I hope we pick up Najee Harris. I hope we get a big-time receiver. You're going to need something to give this kid. And like you said, a tight end is a brand-new quarterback's best friend. If you don't believe me, look at what the Patriots have done. Patriots then went out and got, got two of them. when and got two tight ends <laughs> to make sure Cam Newton's are really good to go. Any of the teams that are, that are competitive have a really good tight end to help out their quarterback, right? You got to think about what you got to think about your bucks. You got you got tight ends galore over there, right? You guys got can help Brady out. You got you think about um, you think about uh, what do you call it? K, uh, KC Kansas City, Kansas City with Kelsey. Think about 49ers with Kittle. You know what I'm saying? Teams that can be competitive have good tight ends. You know what I'm saying? They they have really good tight ends. So I hope we go get Pitts. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Maybe we get Devontae Smith. I don't know, but I know Brian Flores continues to impress me year in and year out.
2: They're doing a great doing. job right now managing the roster because at first everybody kind of looked and gave him a side eye when he was trading away all these players. He did the Jimmy Lying Johnson. thing. Man. And, yeah. And and you're right, and we've talked about this in, in several occasions that whole Jimmy Johnson. You trade one for the future and get loaded up and allow yeah. yourself to draft a, an Aikman, Emin and Irvin. And stuff <laughs> the that the he's doing year. and
1: stuff that he's doing it 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 kind of just secures his his self the as a future. Yeah, his well, his future, but his future as a coach. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because the first year, yeah, we tanked, I get it. Trade away, everything got good trades. You come back the next year and you go, you won ten games. Ten and six. You a flute. Bro, ten and six got us, did not get us into the playoffs.
2: And you, you were you were on the doorstep.
1: Right. We're right there. We're knocking. We're kind of being nice about it. hey, we kind of want something to eat too. You know what I mean? This year, I hope we get a little bit more aggressive. With a rookie quarterback. With a rook. Hopefully, Tua, you know, pushes a little bit more. So, it's going to be exciting to see that. Free agency, in other news, I mean, with everybody else is going everywhere, you know, I think it's going to be, this is going to be an exciting year for football. The person that's not excited for football, (laughs) or hasn't been, has been Ray Lewis. So, last week, Ray Lewis made some comments on First Take with Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman on ESPN. He was kind of alluding to the fact that he's not excited about football. Now, I'm going to play a clip for you, George, so you can hear what he was talking about. There's a little bit of music in there. That's not us. I guess whatever they were showing on ESPN alongside his comments, they are playing some music, and then they cut it off. But I want you to hear what he had to say uh, on first take. Here it is. On many, many occasions. And that is... You know, basically
3: the NFL being so damn soft, just taking, just doing everything it can to help offenses and not taking care of defenses the way that it should. Every damn penalty under the sun gets called against y'all. You complained about that years ago. I want to know how you're feeling about the overall NFL game now, particularly as the defensive side of the ball is officiated. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch the game, right?
0: If you, if you go back, I'm going to just give you a few names, and you you guys tell me why you remember them. When you think about Jack Lambert, when you think about Dick Bucks, when you think about Mike Singletary, when you think about Ronnie Lott, when you think about those type of players, what do you think about? You think about physical football. You think about having defenders, having receivers, and, and offensive coordinators fear you, because on the other side, you can deliver that hit. But now, Steven, Max, we're talking about I turned, I turned the TV off in the Super Bowl once they made those, those, those cute calls against Kansas City. Because you can't call those type of calls, but that's the way the game has gone. And the essence of the game, right, the essence of the game is you buckle both chin straps up and you pay a price if you come across the middle. And that isn't, And that isn't the answer anymore, man. And it's just really hard to watch football, even from the collegiate level. The collegiate level frustrates me the most, right? Because these kids, they bust their behind, and you don't know these kids' situations. And and they make one mistake, and it's not a mistake because it's the only way to play the game. You have to have your head. Your head is on your shoulders. Your head is not going to move. So you have to play the game, guys. And to see them kick a kid out of the game, to see them kick them yes. out for the second it's, it's just outrageous. It's outrageous. playoff game. Yeah, yeah. It's just you can't do the game like that because you dilute it, right? And and every day, like guys like myself having these conversations. And honestly, guys, seriously, it's just hard to watch, man. It's really hard to watch.
3: Yeah. Well, someone who's yeah.
1: easy. Ooh. What do you think? What do you think? Like, cause it does he have a point like the essence of the game. Cause me and you have said is we're offense guys. We like the fact that you defense guys can't touch us that much. We we thrive on it. we The game has shifted to in order for you not to do that, to put you in a difficult spot. Remember, because we we talk about all the time when we're drafting, when we're creating these plays and we're we're coming up with concepts and schemes. What's the one thing we always say about, you know, a player that we're trying to isolate or corner or deep? We're going to put him in a thinking situation. He's going to have to decide, does he take this receiver? Does he come up and do this? If he does, we have this. There's always that back-and-forth chess match that you're having. So the fact that you guys can't hit the way they used to hit, we've talked about it. Well, if he does hit him, we're going to get him out of the game. He's going to be in a penalty. Kid takes a shot. What are the cases? But he's not going to do it because he wants to play. So most likely, the percentage of him completing a pass across the middle is now higher because you're not going to get touched for it. Nobody's really going to come down on you and hit you. Has the essence of football left. Is Ray, does Ray Lewis have a point?
2: So I'll bring up a comment that it gets it gets talked about a lot from each generation to each generation. Right. Our 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 parents would probably say that our 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 eight generation, I think ours right now, right, is softer than theirs. Absolutely. And we would probably say that our kids generation Is softer than ours sure right and every generation always thinks that the one that follows it Has it easier than the one prior to it
1: Mm -hmm.
2: i think i think ray lewis is commentating and his reaction is the same way because he football as a game has changed right so yes a guy can go across the middle and probably not get beat up as much or hit as hard or maybe not even hit at all compared like it used to be in Ray Lewis's era. Right. 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 But before Ray Lewis's era, you had leather helmets. (laughs) And you came across the middle, and you got put in the hospital.
1: You did, but I mean, even even with his...
2: Every generation the game has has evolved. Now, he does have a point, right, because... It has become more of an offensive game. Why? For a lot of reasons. People, fans in general, like to see points being scored. Sure. I, I they agree. like they're exciting. I mean, th- think about it. How many plays we had at Jefferson? And This is a high school where we'd put 40 on a team. Right. And 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 us as coaches, that was very gratifying. Like, right. oh man, yeah, we did our job. But if it was a 7-0 game, yeah, we we're like, man, I don't know, we we may get fired. <laughs> right. 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 But it's a 7-0 game. You yeah. still won the game. Both whether it's 42 to 0 7 to 0, it's still a win. Right. But now there's there's this thing, style points. Yeah. It matters how you won. And the NFL has it, it's changed because college has changed. Yeah. And because youth has changed. Yeah, I agree with some of that. Yeah, I agree with some of that, but I mean, so that's all, that's all kind of moved up and, and people, people, and especially in a day and age that we live in now where there's more, you know, it's funny because it's off of a movie reference. Technology has a way of improving life, but also making life worse. Yeah, that's true. And technology has shown that hits of those type hurt people in the future. Right, yeah. with CET and, yeah. and this and the third. Yeah. Right. But because of that enhancement in technology, the game has changed. Back in Ray Lewis's, we knew about it a little bit, but it wasn't as big of a deal as it is today. To me, that all plays plays a role. I agree with that, man. I mean, I agree with some of it. I,
1: I don't know. You're right about generations being softer, and, and I get that, man. But there is – what else? I don't know. I know they're protecting the offensive player because they want them to last longer. And you want to see your favorite guy there. You know what I mean? You want to see your favorite guy line up. You don't want to be on your fantasy team and he gets knocked out the game because of whatever, of cheap shots, or whatever you want to call it. But, man, I mean, Ray's kind of right, man. They have to do something for the defender because this whole lowering your head bullshit is is not – like, it's part of the body. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't. It's three inches one way, three yeah, inches no, the other way.
2: It's hard. When it comes to the lowering the head and players getting suspended, like he alluded to in college, where you can get suspended for targeting. Yeah. That I do think is a little, I don't think it's a little, I think it's way extreme.
1: What's the difference between, and maybe, maybe help me with this, maybe because he's defenseless, I get that, but what's the difference of a, a running back lowering his shoulder? To go
2: hit a defender. The defender to tackle him isn't defenseless.
1: Right. But even, if you see a receiver coming to you, remember, we, we've we had guys get targeting calls,
2: and they were running at them. Yeah, no, and, and that's why I, I still think it hasn't been clearly defined. Right. I, I still think there's too much gray area vague. in the whole targeting thing. And, and, it, and it hurts defensive players more than anything else because you're right, it makes them afraid to tackle. It makes them afraid to do his job, yeah. So the, the the whole targeting and suspended thing, I, I'm not for. Right. I think you do it the way it's always been. It's a 15-yard penalty if if it's deemed to be illegal. Yeah. But you don't throw a kid out. You yeah. Because I don't think it's, it teaches kids the right thing in life. Well, then, either. you know, but
1: you, don't, you didn't teach him, like, he's a kid. He's doing, he's busting his butt to get to the league. You know what I mean? Right. It's literally right. three inches from the left or the right, depending on where, which shoulder he gives. It's kind of hard not to go help
2: I don't care what nobody says. Every tackle, your helmet hitting some helmet. No, and and you're right. The only thing I the only thing I'll say in, in regards to it, it's it's what the rule is of targeting. So targeting in the rule itself is hitting someone with the crown of your helmet. Of your helmet, because that means you are looking down to if your eyes are looking at the ground.
1: Yeah.
2: When you are making when you are striking someone, mm-hmm. that is a definition of targeting, and you make contact with their helmet. Now, if you're looking, what, what, do always, what do we always talk kids on defense? You must see what you tackle. See what you hit. Yep. See what you hit. So now, if a kid is staring at the ground, he is not seeing what he hits. No. And he made contact, then that is a, that is a penalty. I get it. I get it. Now, now, you're not tackling the right way. Now, a running back, back to your example of the running back, you know, running over, mm-hmm. he is not looking at the ground when he runs that kid over. Some do, though. Some drop that head, though, man. You
1: tell him not to because you're going to jam looking your, looking your, your neck. Ground. Well, yeah. Well, that's why you don't gonna jam man. the neck. You're going <laughs> to jam your neck. <laughs> but, okay, then give the kid the penalty, but don't kick him out the game.
2: Yes. yes. Make yes. the penalty hard, 20-yard penalty, whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. 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 That, that I completely agree with.
1: I just hope that. I, I miss watching Ed Reed and all these guys. Fly to the middle of the field. John Lynch.
2: Oh yeah, John Lynch in Cover Two defense used to clean people's clock whenever they caught a goal out. Water. You remember him for the Broncos? Oh Oh, yeah, from the Broncos. Those big (laughs) forearm pads
1: that he used to wear. Scary mother number twenty seven.
2: That's that's the other problem. That's the other problem is the rules have changed because the equipment these kids wear has changed. Back in the day, Steve Atwater was wearing what offensive linemen shoulder pads would wear today. Yes, you remember Mike Allstott wearing these. Big, heavy, super large, yep. wide shoulder pads with a neck brace.
1: <laughs> you don't see that no more.
2: You don't see that. So if anything, you see when, when, when we get equipment for kids. Jesus, and then you put shoulder pads on. What do they tell you? I right. want the smallest shoulder pads. Shoulder pads available. Yep, and they then want they, quarterback shoulder pads. Then none of these guys wear knee pads.
1: None of these yeah, guys. Like, they put they put the pants above their knee. Wonder why they're getting tore up every week?
2: Like, yeah, you're right. So about for that. me. It, 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 if we're gonna penalize defensive players for targeting, you gotta have a stricter penalty on kids not wearing the proper equipment.
1: I agree with that. And, that, and that's basically what Ray Lewis is saying. You know, he's he's been advocating like you're making it harder for the defenders, but you're not doing anything. The even it out, you even, even it
2: out, even up. it out. Even,
1: uh, if you're not properly equipped, if you're not wearing all this equipment as an f- offensive player, that's take him out. Take him out. You can't play this game. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Whether it's college, and because what are they? You, what do they do in high school? No, no, no. He can't come back on the field till he has his stuff in here. Boy, we
2: can't even kick the ball off. Can't kick the ball Not off. Until the 11 kids that are on have the, have knees, the proper knees equipment. And so kids you, complain. They how do. often do kids complain? Oh, well, coach, it, it makes me slow. Oh, of course. Everyone. This isn't drip worthy.
1: <laughs> how, many kids, how many kids have you seen put socks on and then cut the bottom of the sock?
2: Yes. Just so they yes. can have sock sleeves on their uh-huh. calves. Uh-huh. I like guys, and then they wonder why they they're dehydrated and cramping up in the fourth quarter. they,
1: they have no idea <laughs> why the body is like you're you're literally becoming a steam room in your helmet right Because right. the only place for for the heat to to escape is through your freaking helmet you and they they don't care three pairs mm. of socks on, two leg sleeves, the pants is above the knee, so that's great then it's the pants, and then whatever the kids I literally hate when kids put on basketball shorts.
2: Underneath, Ooh, yeah. What the Hell freak yeah. are you
1: doing, man? Are you kidding me right now? You got the girdle, you got your pants on, and basketball shorts, bro. You're oh, killing yeah. me, man. My, you're gonna laugh at this. A lot of my the four players I I played with, man. Them they they played with no draws on. Hmm. That's, that's 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 that was my. it. That was it. You put the cup on that motherfucker, and that that's was it? it. You're gonna play ball. And if you pull the pants on, you're seeing all butt cheeks. It didn't freaking it did. matter, man. It didn't matter. We had a vent. I remember being at practice, and and people would ask me all the time because I had a girdle on. But they would ask, you know, it, it it became a trend. Everybody was doing it. You cut a hole in your pants at the bottom. Yeah, it did. You did cut a hole at the bottom. Because in Florida, in Florida, in Florida, you used to have two days. You have to three day yeah. practices, man, in the summer. So you'd be hot all damn day. You know what I'm saying, like
2: in those pants you wore in the morning are sweaty in them. Oh m- my god!
1: <laughs> bro. I I remember watching kids freaking pull off the uh, the the pants, the basketball mm. shorts be underneath, and then the next day wearing the same shorts to school.
2: Oh boy, you
1: dirty sum of my. Oh, god. hygiene, 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 and high squeeze, man! Is Come on, atrocious. bro.
2: Atrocious.
1: I wasn't. I wasn't like. I am not sitting trying to praise, but I was not dirty in high school. Like, I don't. Nobody was gonna call me Little Linus from the Peanuts <laughs> 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 with the dirt coming off his body. It wasn't gonna happen. But I understand where he's saying, man. I hope. I hope it's it's good. Now he did have something else to say, and I'll go into it real quick. I know we're going over, but I want to. I want to give you highlight worthy because remember he said he turned off the Super Bowl, but he yet, did. but he yet, did. but yet he he saw the dominance of the defense. That the Bucks play, so listen to him give you some some praise here with you and your Bucks, man. Defensive
3: tackle position. Ray, let me take this to a macro level, sort of going yeah. back to what I mentioned earlier. When you yeah. saw the kid I know you lamented the calls that were made against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but nevertheless, yeah. it had to touch your heart in a beautiful way. Even though I know how much respect you got for Tom Brady, but it had to touch your heart in a beautiful way to watch Tampa's defense do what it did to remind us all how important defense is to the game. What did Kansas City and that high-powered offense, losing the Super Bowl in the dominant fashion that Tampa Bay beat them up with, what did that do for the game of football moving forward in your mind? I'm going to tell you what
0: it does, Stephen, and it does what it should have done. The general behind that defense is Todd Bowles. What Todd Bowles done with that defense I'm telling you guys, like, and that's why you watch, I, I was I was watching you guys earlier, them bringing all of those guys back. They know what they have, right? They have a chance to go back and do it again and again until people stop it because what Todd Bowles done with that defense, when you got Devontae Davis and you got that, them boys running around behind suiting them and Barrett and, and JPP on the outside, man, let me tell you something. When you have a front seven, that dominant, listen to me, you don't have to blitz nobody. All you have to do is make sure the ball does not get over your head and let them front seven, let that front four hunt the way that they hunted in the Super Bowl. So let me tell you, now, I, I was mad about those calls. When you talk about defensive football, when you talk about dominating a Super Bowl, you, you got to remember, you got to remember, Stephen, hey, don't don't go too far. 20 years ago in that same stadium, Raymond James Stadium, they didn't score they did, the Giants didn't score and to watch Kansas City not score Todd Bowles and that defense defense wins championships we can yeah, keep talking about oh, we want to
3: <laughs> That remind me about the Giants Super Bowl the yes, one I did. wish they never made <laughs> yes, he did. that's the one Super Bowl I, I wish mean, they never I didn't made I did bring that up Max,
1: I'm yeah. sorry <laughs> and uh, that's a good point too that Ravens well, now,
2: defense was amazing it was pretty, pretty good. good here's a problem that I have with shows like this uh oh, here we go here's a problem Okay, so the first clip you played mm-hmm. was about how the NFL is ruining the game because they're giving offenses and so much of an advantage. Mm-hmm. You can't hit, you can't do this, you can't do that. Right, but yet a defense found a way legally. Yes, there's a couple calls that we can debate,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but found a way to shut down without. Targeting without killing someone over the middle, without any of that stuff, found a way to shut down the fastest human being in football. <laughs> right. Who, who, by the way, had 200 yards receiving and was doing backflips into the end zone the last time he played the Bucs in the first quarter. Yeah. Hardman, who is equally as fast as Tyree Kill. They have a track team at receiver. Kelsey, who's a Pro Bowl, Hall of Famish tight end. Right. The best quarterback in in, in this galaxy mm-hmm. at the moment, as far as throwing angles, arms, the whole thing, and Patrick Mahomes. Right. And somehow, somehow, the Bucks found a way to legally, without putting anyone one in the hospital, without getting a 15-yard penalty, right. assess to him, to holding him to zero Touchdowns and dominating them defensively, they did. You guys, so did. it can be done the new way. Just it can more be. teams have to find the
1: way, right? And that's but and, and but it, I think whether you have big hits or not, I think we've all agreed. If you got a front four that can dominate, and you don't have to send linebackers, it, mm-hmm. it create you know it creates problems for offenses because now mm-hmm. you not only do you have the four DBs but now you got the three linebackers to no, no, worry about on paying, four you're receivers playing, you're
2: paying you're having 11 guys in coverage yeah. or 7 guys in coverage against 4 guys yeah right so yeah, yeah you, you can double each one of them and still have a safety over <laughs> the top and, and still you know be good I
1: mean? and that's what Todd Bowls figured out now is your Rave, is the Ravens defense and the Bucks defense these two Super Bowls let's play comparison which defense was more dominant in, in a Super Bowl game because mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk
2: about it over the course of a of a season. Well, if you do because if you that, do, then that, I that's think for they'll... sure it's it's a Ravens defense for sure. Yeah, in the course of a year, I think Ravens defense. Because of how the NFL is played today, because again, that was 20 years ago. Yes. Ray Lewis, the Giants game. Yeah. In Ray and Raymond James. It was it was Eli Manning. Oh, so it's not. No, no, it wasn't Eli, was it? Was that the Eli Trendilfer game?
1: No, that was no no that that was I think that was way before. That had to be way before those guys. I think I know Trent Dilfer was the quarterback. I think that was Kerry Collins back in the day.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, I think it was so Kerry, Kerry Collins. Collins I Killiard,
1: yeah. Tiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
2: okay, was,
1: it was back. Though. Was it Tiki? Was it I killed Yeah, it was. Anyway, it was those. It was those guys. I think you're right. I killed Kerry Collins days. Tumor. Okay. I think
2: Tumor was on the team. Ahmad um, Tumor was on the yeah, team. Yeah. I your. Yeah, okay, yeah. that goes. Um, it may have been Shockey may have been on that team too. Jeremy Shockey may have been on that team. Uh, he, or was if, that or he, was that later in the year? I think that was later career. because
1: he came out in 2001. He was still with the Hurricanes. Okay, but that year 2001, he was drafted to the Giants. Doesn't okay, makes sense. So, Sorry, so right. maybe it was a year
2: that first. Perc- okay, the year, the year after the year that preceded it. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks defense solely because of the skill position guys that Kansas City has.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, the Giants didn't have no Tyreek Hill. They didn't have no Hardman. They didn't have no Kelsey. They didn't have these guys. They, they had a the Giants had a traditional, you know, pro set, I formation, split back, single back, run mm-hmm. down your throws, play good defense, kick field goals type of team. Um. So I'm gonna say the Bucks defense only because of the errors. I don't think put it this way. I don't think. The score'd have been the same if that Ravens team is playing that Kansas City team.
1: It, it's you know, well, wow. Okay, so it's tip for tap for me because the, I think the only way the Giants scored because I think Ray Ray said they didn't score, but it, I guess it doesn't count. They didn't offensively score. No, they special teams. Special teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants score. Um, I want to say Ron Dixon ran it back. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Ron Dixon. Ooh. Ron Dixon, the running back from... Um, Ron somebody. Ron... not, not
2: Ron Dane.
1: No, that, Ron you're talking about Ron Dane. Yeah, Ron yeah. Dixon. I think he ran that back um, 97 yards. I, I remember something like that. But anyway, that's the only way they scored. Kansas City didn't get shit on special teams either. <laughs> like, yeah. They and did and did nothing. And that guy Terry Hill play special teams too, by <laughs> <Exactly>. the way. Exactly. <laughs> so your Bucks defense. The Ravens defense, I just remember, if we did the whole year... Oh yeah, it was definitely more dominant. It was way for more for sure, for sure. Let me and I got a crazy stat for you, and I've remembered this throughout all my years of of you know because I, I love Ray Lewis because he was a Hurricane, Ed Reed because he was a Hurricane, Ed Reed. of course, bro. That that whole year they only gave up like 970 rushing yards, the entire year. I know you're going to tell me there's no way, 970 rushing yards the entire year. I'm going to I'm going to challenge you to Google that. Because I, I, from what I remember, and again it was a long, it was twenty years ago, so I apologize, but it was it was a long time ago that the Baltimore gave up only like nine hundred something rushing yards all year, which was like 60.5 60. or whatever a game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They were they bro. They were freaking. They were dominant that whole year. That was that was a crazy uh, Baltimore defensive year, but. I like Ray, the essence of the game. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, hopefully they hopefully they do do something about changing it up, but I, we'll see in the future. It's going to be a crazy year for football all the way around. High school, college, and you, and uh, not youth, I'm sorry, and NFL football. <laughs> youth football has no – youth football, and especially in Tampa, has, has no room for improvement. It, it's gone down the shitter. But high school, college, and NFL, it's going to be great to watch. Um, all these moves, all these trades, everything's going on. I mean, it's going to be phenomenal either way. Um, hopefully COVID doesn't stop us again, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, George, that's all the time we got, man, on this beautiful Monday morning. I hope everybody's okay. I hope everybody made their commute. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for sending all your questions. Thank you for emailing us. We, we try to go through all the emails as much as we can. Thank you for all the messages on Facebook and on Instagram. We love them. We're trying to get through them. And we'll, we'll, if you guys want to come on the show, man, we don't have a problem with anybody coming on the show and debating. We don't care what fan you are. We don't even care what sport you want to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll knock it out here on the clock, man. So, George, I'll see you again on Thursday, man. Appreciate you, and, and good luck, Coach, on, on your softball team.
2: Yeah, no, not coaching, still a parent. Uh, I'm going to keep that title as long as I can. Again, thank you for joining today's show. If you like it, want to get notifications of when we have new ones, just hit like and follow on your screen. Join the debate, join our Facebook group at On the Clock Sports Talk. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com, or send us an email, ontheclock20gmo.com. Until next time, you're on the clock.